This is Naomi Diaz with the Becker's Digital Health Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for today, March 17th. First, in reporting quarterly revenues that missed analyst expectations, Larry Ellison, founder and chief technology officer of Oracle, touted the software giant's push into healthcare, a strategy that doesn't come without risk, according to a March 17th analyst from tech news site The Register. In touting the company's contract and implementation wins in the March 9th earnings call, Mr. Ellison cited Oracle Cerner's EHR work with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, which the article noted has been fraught with problems and delays. Mr. Ellison also pointed to the company's bidding on a project for the U.K. National Health Service, whose data platform has also been delayed. Oracle didn't respond to the news outlet's request for comments. Is its Oracle Cloud infrastructure offering the answer? The article pointed out that the vendor ranks well behind the top three cloud providers, Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, and Google Cloud in market share. Holger Mueller, a tech analyst at Constellation Research, told the register, quote, Oracle wants to grow that shares as they move to the OCI, and that is enough growth. Basically, Cerner and the healthcare market allow Oracle to grow nicely for a decade, as long as they execute well and no competition shows up, end quote. In the same call, however, Mr. Ellison pointed to the success of Oracle's healthcare artificial intelligence in helping cut readmissions at Houston-based University of Texas MD Anderson Medical Center. Second, the digital health market is constantly changing with startups coming into the scene and more established companies restructuring their strategies. Here are some digital health companies that had a good week. First, telehealth and mobile health company DocGo has secured $180 million in new business since the start of the year. Second, health data platform Zeus Health raised $40 million. And third, Spectrum AI, a company working to digitize autism care, raised $20 million. Here are some companies that had a bad week. First, the VA linked four debts to the rollout of the Oracle Cerner EHR system. And second, medical device software company Zoll Medical suffered a healthcare data breach that affected more than 1 million people. Third, Silicon Valley Bank in California and Signature Bank in New York collapsed March 10th and March 12th, respectively, and the federal government stepped in to protect depositors. Shareholders' investments were not protected, and the government replaced management teams to oversee recovery efforts. Silicon Valley's bank's parent company, SVP Financial Group, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection March 17th, the largest filing since 2008, according to the Wall Street Journal. SVB is under the control of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and isn't part of the bankruptcy filing. However, SVB Capital, an investment manager overseeing $9.5 billion in funds, SVB Securities, and SVP Private are a part of the filings. First Republic Bank didn't suffer the same fate. The bank received a $30 billion injection of cash from large banks including J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Bank of America after customers took out billions in deposits in the wake of the SVB and Signature Bank's closing. Much of the funds were deposited in the large institutions, according to the journal. First Banks also borrowed up to $109 billion from the Federal Reserve in the last week, and S&P Global Ratings downgraded the bank's bonds to junk status March 15th. First, First Republic shares were down 17% March 17th, according to the journal. 
Shares of other regional banks are also down as of March 17th. PacWest Bank Corp shares dropped 12% and Fifth Third shares dropped 3.6% according to the journal. The journal reported Wall Street is wary of Credit Suisse after shares dropped 10% March 17th. The lender revealed plans to borrow more than $50, million, $50 billion from Swiss National Bank. At the end of last year, Credit Suisse had $169 billion long-term debt outstanding and additional $25 billion in short-term borrowing, according to the journal. If you like the latest health IT and digital health industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker CIO and Health IT Review e-newsletter through our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com.